0: Today's episode of Locked On Women's Basketball is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com/backslash locked on for 300% back on your first play.
1: You are locked on Women's Basketball.
0: Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. I am your Tuesday-Thursday host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. And being as it is Thursday, first, happy Thursday. Second, hello again. And also, I want to remind you that if you would like to follow me for all of my coverage on women's basketball, women's hockey, and a bunch of other random stuff, you can follow me at elindsay08. That's E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-0-8. On this episode of Locked on Women's Basketball, I'm going to give you a few stats and scores. I should say standings, more so standings and stats, but I'll give you some updated standings. I'll give you some updated scores. I'm going to let you know when you can hear the next halftime huddle on Locker Room, of course. And then we're going to get into a conversation that if you do follow me on social media at elindsay08, that's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, Then you know I have this conversation a lot And that is this whole concept of More women's sports coverage is more Have a good mentor that says that a lot More is more, Erica, more is more Regardless of if they're there for a hot second Or if they are there and have been since the beginning of the WNBA Since for all 25 seasons More is more I would love to believe that I really would But unfortunately, more is not always and is often not more for black women. And for a league that is upwards of 80% black players, we're seeing, and there is data. We're going to talk data. All right, so I I said we weren't going to talk stats. Maybe not basketball stats, but we are going to talk data. I'm going to break down a new study that shows, and I've talked about this briefly on Locked On Women's Basketball, but I'm going to go do a deeper dive into this study. I'm going to give you some of what the fantastic Lindsay Gibbs for power plays has written and some reactions to basketball players on the fact that although almost 80% of the league identifies as black and are black players. Some are biracial, regardless, international, regardless, uh, black athletes, black players, black bodies. Not even 50%, not even five zero 0 percent of media coverage goes to black players in an 80% black league. That, to me, Sounds like a problem, and I am going to explain to you why. But first, as promised, let's get into some of what transpired. I'm going to give you a little tease of a halftime huddle that came from Tuesday, Dallas at Phoenix. Now, we've seen some great matchups. I broke down all of the game winners. Actually, I lied. I didn't break down all of the game winners, and you'll hear me correct that a little bit, but how did I forget Courtney Williams, C. Willie? Oh, man, what a mess. But anyway, if you're new to the show, Halftime Huddle is when I go live on Locker Room, and I break down WNBA games. Sometimes I'm live at the games. That's usually when I'm at Barclays, and every week I do at least one New York Liberty game because I'm usually at Barclays, but they're on a road trip. Sunday's halftime huddle will be New York at Phoenix. But this was Dallas at Phoenix. I also pick another game that I'm just excited to see. And this was an exciting game. I hear not everyone got to see the finish, but this was an exciting game. But here's my analysis at halftime.
1: Hey peeps, Eric Lindsay, y'all are here. Uh, Dallas at Phoenix. Dallas leading Phoenix. I got a little bit confused trying to actually watch this game, so I'm just watching live stats. But indeed, the Dallas Wings are leading the Phoenix, Phoenix Mercury 42-35. The field goal breakdown 41.5% from the floor is Dallas 35.1%. For Phoenix. Uh another turnover is about the same now. Fouls. Dallas, man, they get in a they got ten fouls already. We'll see if that ends up being something to keep an eye on for this game. Let's look at the box score here. For the wings. You've got Enrique Gumbowale already in double digits with 10 points. Marina Mabry not too far behind. Happy Best Friends Day. And, and for Phoenix, Griner with 10 points, leading her team. Next, you've got Skylar Jiggin Smith with seven. Skylar gave some media availability and uh, just a Skylar. Skylar's going to be Skylar. And basically was like, listen, I'm out here trying to get these wins, okay? I'm out here trying to grind to get these wins, to get our team in a position to be a championship contender. Ain't nothing wrong with that, Skylar Diggins-Smith. We see you. We love that for you. Going up against her former team. So we'll see. Earlier Washington defeated Minnesota. Now, this game for a while wasn't very close. Um, And then Minnesota kind of made it a game. But unfortunately, the name of the game for Minnesota was turnovers. It it just, I mean, even in the last few minutes, uh, a few turnovers, a few mismatches there, and Minnesota... Had pulled within single digits and just couldn't get over the hump. They had 21 turnovers to Washington's 12 in a four point game. You got to think Cheryl Reeve and her squad is going to want that one back. So they snap a three game winning streak. Now they start from zero and. For Washington, they halt a two-game skid and find their way back to the winning column. So that's what we have here going on in the WNBA so far. If you listened to Locked On Women's Basketball earlier today, Tuesday, I have to apologize to Courtney Williams. See, Willie, I missed out on Courtney Williams as a part of the game winning as part of the game winners club. And it's wild because of all the game winners, that's the one that I actually saw. (laughs) I saw Courtney Williams make that shot to defeat the New York Liberty. And you know what? In, in that post game, she talked about, her team saying oh no one's really stepping up and she took that kind of personal and then another one of her teammates in the huddle in overtime saying hey listen you know somebody's gotta step up ain't nobody taking these big shots and she took that kind of personal so listen Courtney I don't need you coming and taking anything personal it was all love I did not mean to forget you as part of the game winning shot club but uh if you check out I believe it's for Uproxx. You've got a fantastic article there on the game winners, ranking them, as a matter of fact. I don't know. What has been your favorite game-winning shot in the WNBA? Uh, Ooh, it's tough. The Courtney Williams one was a good one. I think I'm ranking, I gotta go with my girl Kia Nurse. That was just so dramatic. The celebration. The celebration after Kia falling to the ground. I i, I just. It was fantastic. Um, Sabrina Ionescu's. I saw live as well. As Courtney Williams. That's That was up there too. Arike though. She had like no space. So I don't know. I might have to go Kia Nurse, Arike, and then Jewel Lloyd. Jewel Lloyd was turning as she shot the ball. And then post-game was like, oh, yeah, you know, the the game plan, we drew up a, a play for me to get a normal shot, and that's what I took. I'm sorry. Twisting and turning while shooting, ain't that normal about that unless you, you know, unless you're in the playground. So I don't know. Some great game winners in the WNBA this season you love to see it you really do you really love to see it all right we are back in action just about dallas again with a 42 35 lead over host phoenix at halftime so this is the halftime huddle presented by locked on women's basketball i'm your host erica Lindsay ayala The next halftime huddle will be a New York Liberty game as they take on this very Phoenix Mercury team. It will be their first game in six days. So they'll be coming off some rest. They will also be with Rashonda Gray. She spoke to media today. Um and is excited to join the team she feels that she's joining them at right at just the right time although Rashanna has been in and out of the WNBA she knows that because of her years of service total she's essentially a veteran especially for a young New York Liberty team she's here to be positive she's here to be grounded and keep this team motivated although not with the liberty as part of their full-time roster she knows this team Rashonda gray spent last season in the wobble with the la sparks didn't find a way onto their roster this year you got to think former teammate actually amanda zowie b you know might have contributed to that as far as they wanted to go with a little bit more size zowie having a fantastic season could be her best yet She's gotten stronger year after year. And you know what? I personally love to see it. But Rashonda Gray now hoping to stabilize this New York Liberty team as they look to get back into the win column. Sabrina Ionescu is going to be giving media availability tomorrow, which is Wednesday. And Sabrina's in a little bit of a, of a rut here. Team's figuring Sabrina out. We noticed early on, though, for New York, that certain defenses, especially Atlanta, really created problems for Sabrina Ionescu. So, again, that's where a veteran presence like a Rashonda Gray, in addition to a Sammy Whitcomb, is going to really be great for this New York Liberty squad. But you know what? Leisha Clarendon, who now is with Minnesota, probably they could use a, a guard a, a, who can run point with some experience, given that Sabrina Ionescu is being covered differently defensively. And that was the entire plan when Leisha Clarendon was signed, when he was signed in the offseason. That's what John Jonathan Kolb, that's what Walt Hopkins said they wanted. Their first priority, their number one pick in free agency. And now, not only is Lajah not with the New York Liberty, the Liberty waived them. <laughs> they cut them. They cut her. Not even a trade, nothing. They get nothing back for that value, not to mention they're out of veteran. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here, but I'm going to get us back now as the third quarter is underway and Phoenix is already closing the gap. As of WNBA.com or the WNBA app, excuse me, it's 47-46, still in favor of Dallas with 6:38 remaining. Again, Erica Lindsay Ayala here, your host of Locked on Women's Basketball with this Tuesday edition of the halftime huddle the next halftime huddle that we will do here on locker room will be this sunday as the new york liberty head to phoenix for their first game in six days all right everybody take care all right that was the
0: halftime huddle again from the dallas at phoenix game dallas did end up winning that game just narrowly but they get the win and so with that Dallas now is in that 8th spot. So they if the season were to end today, they're on a two-game win streak. They are just under 500, four wins, five losses, and they're in the 8th spot. Just ahead of them is the Atlanta Dream also 4 and 5. The New York Liberty are 5 and 4 and have secured the 6th spot, as well as Phoenix. They're at 5 also 5 and 4 on the season. The Los Angeles Sparks, they had a really slow start as in they just didn't have a lot of games early in the season, but you've seen that now that they're getting a little bit more into the flow of WNBA play in the 25th season, they're at the four spot at 4 and 3, uh 571 win percentage. The Las Vegas Aces are your number 3 spot 70% essentially winning uh, percentage there at 7-3. and 8-2 and two are your Connecticut Sun and Seattle Storm. The Storm edge out though, Connecticut, according to these standings, even though Connecticut is the one on the two-game win streak. Coming up next on Locked On Women's Basketball, we're going to get into that conversation. Why more isn't more for everyone? Did you know of people who play daily fantasy sports lose. Is it really that surprising? I mean, it's gambling, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, So you're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. And that's why we want to introduce you to Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stats Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You are in total control. Stats Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. So go to stathero.com backslash locked on to sign up for free. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. I mentioned that earlier. I don't know if you picked up on it. But here's how it works. They are going to give you 300 per, a 300% match. That's unheard of. So you're going to want to go to stathero.com backslash locked on. Again, that's stathero.com backslash locked on. Go get it, folks. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? Now, they just sent me a box and I put it in the freezer. It's super hot here in New York City where I'm at. So I had to put all of the new flavor in the freezer. So I am gonna have one ready as I usually do right by my desk. But it's like a grasshopper chocolate. So this, they're taking protein to the next level. But in addition to the grasshopper flavor, which I'm excited to try, you've got some of my favorites, which are the salted caramel. Uh, My sister really enjoys the coconut almond. And the best thing is that most of these built Bars are at 17 grams of protein, maybe a little bit more for my grasshopper flavor that I have in the freezer. They're only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar. I also hand some off to my mom. She's on a keto diet. Her and her husband, they're on keto, a little bit older, so they're not going to want anything super sweet. So, again, it's four grams of sugar, but the taste is amazing. I've never tasted protein bars like this, and thanks to Built Bar, the whole family is totally into it. Uh, But here's the thing. You can either go with one flavor, whether that's the limited time grasshopper, coconut almond, again, is my sister Jessie's favorite, Or maybe you want to do a little bit of a, you know, mix and match. There's so many different options. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. So that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order on BuiltBar.com. Let me know. What's your favorite flavor? What you're rocking with? I meant what I said about those built Bars. We're huge fans of Bilt Bar in the Ayala household. Haven't tried the Grasshopper yet, but you know what? I'm going to thaw one out for next week. I'll let you know how the Grasshopper tastes. I've had, like, other kind of Grasshopper-dusted goodies before. So I think I'll be all right. Um, and, again... Built bar, I really have no complaints, so I'm excited to try that. What I'm not so excited about is the fact that we have a, an, an issue in media when it comes to how to cover women's basketball. Now, I have spoken about this so many times. If you watch my YouTube series, Social Justice in Women's Sports, I have a dedicated show talking about this very issue. It's called Freedom's Daughters. It comes from the name of a book that I read, which essentially is talking about civil rights movements all the way back to the 1800s and how women, but in particular black women, were almost always at the forefront of the movement and the momentum built once white women, then white men got involved. But also what happened when white women and then white men or just other men got involved, there was almost a co-opting of the movement, which left a lot of the true pioneers um, out of the history books. This has been something that's been happening since the 1700s, the 1800s, and probably before that. And we only know the ones that have some documentation. And that we're seeing in 2021 when it comes to women's basketball. I want to take you to something that John Quell Jones tweeted because um, it was Miles Ehrlich, good friend of the show, as I'm sure you know, joins on Locker Room every once in a while. But um, Miles tweeted out the following quote. This quote comes from, as I mentioned, Lindsay Gibbs and Power Plays. It's a fantastic newsletter. Okay, again, so... Miles tweeted this from Lindsay. It's two quotes that Miles tweeted out June 8th. Quote, black players dominated awards, but white players dominated conversation. That's Lindsay Gibbs in the recent edition of Power Plays. Uh, there's another quote here. The ultimate goal is to grow the game, but I don't think it should be at the expense of black women who have laid the foundation. That you can find in the latest edition of Power Plays. That's in the description for this episode, as is the tweet from Miles. Also, please check out The Black Sportswoman by Bria Felician. Please follow Charles Holman, who writes for The Spokesman Reporter. All fantastic resources for all things black in the WNBA. Today on the road to the finals, our WNBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. The women um, that put together a report that showed the disparity from the wobble season. One of those women was Risa Isard, she's a research fellow with the Laboratory of Inclusion and Diversity in Sport at the University of Massachusetts. And you get a little bit of the story here. Um, And she teamed up with Dr. E. Nicole Melton. And here's what we see as far as the list of the top most mentioned players from last summer. The top most mentioned player was a player that played 2.5 games. Can you guess? That's correct. Sabrina Ionescu. The second player on that list ended up being the MVP of the finals, and that's Stewie. Then after that, is Sue Bird won a championship. Fourth on the list, Asia Wilson, who was the overall. NVP. League MVP fourth on the list. After that, we have Diana Taurasi, Satu Sabali, Angel McCatri, Kennedy Carter, Candace Parker, and Courtney Vandersloot. So of these players, uh, four of the top five are white. Five. And five, excuse me, of the pl- of the players that I just mentioned. Five of the top ten are white, four of the top five are white. So Asia Wilson was the only black player in that top five. Um and so the the in sports business journal, I mentioned sports business journal, I guess maybe a week or two ago, but in sports business journal I saw this and Lindsay pulled it as well. Uh Isarda Milton monitored digital WNBA coverage, I'm reading directly now from PowerPlace, on ESPN, CBS Sports, and Sports Illustrated, downloading more than 550 articles tagged as WNBA content. Software helped them sort the data, et cetera, et cetera. And they went on to find that in every single case, media coverage heavily favored white players. Now I'm going to go to Sports Business Journal again, you might have heard me talk about this um, a few weeks ago, because in in the piece on for Sports Business Journal on WNBA coverage, they go from that 550 and actually break down how many of those 550 articles actually focus
1: on. Um, We counted every time each
0: active WNBA player's name was mentioned in more than 550 articles that ESPN, CBS Sports, and Sports Illustrated posted online over the course of the 2020 season. We controlled for points and rebounds and found that across the league, black WNBA players received significantly less coverage, seemingly because they're black. The box score, an average 52 media mentions for black players compared to 118 for white players. The article goes on to say... The disparity is all the more troubling considering last summer's nationwide racial reckoning that coincided that coincided, excuse me, with the season. The league and the WNBA Players Association dedicated the season to social justice. Players donned warm-up shirts proclaiming "Say Her Name" and "Equality." The game court per- predominantly displayed Black Lives Matter. And I'm just going to impart here that the only WNBA team that I've seen that I've noticed have Black Lives Matter on their court in 2021 is the New York Liberty. If I'm wrong about that, y'all let me know. But I've been watching the games and I ain't seen it nowhere else but New York. I'm just putting that out there. All season long, this is now back to the article in Sports Business Journal. All season long, game jerseys elevated Breonna Taylor's name. But when it came to their own names and their own quality... Black players seem to find themselves on the outside of media storylines. Coming up next, I'm going to get into what John Jonquil Jones has to say about this. I'll leave you with some parting thoughts and ways that you can ameliorate this because I'm tired. Auntie is tired. Y'all know that's my little nickname here. I've been talking about this for years. Auntie A knew she's true. So no, more coverage is not more. More coverage is more coverage for white players. And more coverage is more, is more opportunities for white broadcasters, white journalists. More is not more for everyone. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. So here's what you need to know about Lucy. It was researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not Patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that that comes in three flavors. Wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. That's fancy. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three different flavors. Cherry ice, citrus, and mint. And it's convenient. It's discreet. It's a product that can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at works, at works yeah at works (laughs) at work on the go or even in the gym so it's 2021 get rid of your cigarettes unplug your vape throw out your dip please throw out your dip and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges Lucy, lozenges, and gum are FSA and HSA eligible so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Locked on NBA Network listeners, if you go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNBA, you will get 20% off all products on your first order, which of course includes the gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this is a product that contains nicotine derived from from tobacco. Warning, this is a product that contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Now you have the disclaimer. Go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKED on NBA for 20% off all products purchased in your first order. John Quell Jones, JJ, MVP candidate. I read you Miles' tweet. I read you a little bit from Power Plays. Again, that link is in the description. I read you a little bit from Sports Business Journal. That is in the description. Here's what John Quell Jones, black player in the league, has to say about this. It's one thing to feel it. It's a completely different thing when the research and data back it up. Let's be clear. This isn't on the players being pushed. It's on the people doing the pushing. And that, my friends, are podcasters, media journalists, uh, influencers, mainstream media, sponsor companies, and on and on and on. And specifically because of the research by Isard and Pelt or Melton, excuse me. The onus is on ESPN, CBS Sports and Sports Illustrated Digital. There aren't always black women writing WNBA stories for Sports Illustrated, although Dorothy Gentry, got to give Dorothy Gentry a shout out. She wrote, I believe it was 3 stories for Sports Illustrated ahead of WNBA 25, killing the game. Ari Chambers wrote for Sports Illustrated. I was able to place a story, and you know my homie Jackie Powell as well. My point is that there are people that have the opportunity to think differently about media coverage that must start to also think about if the people that are going to write WNBA coverage for them are going to be able to own the fact that the business has a bias. I don't think I personally have a bias. I think I'm countering the business bias, but I am a WNBA sports writer. So I have to absorb the fact that people are saying WNBA sports media is not inclusive. Of course I can say, oh, well, you know, I I do this and I do that. No, here's another thing. There's a bias as to which teams are covered. I don't cover Indiana very often. If I were in New York, would I cover New York as often? I'm not sure. I have biases. And I have to own that. Another thing that I'll say, you have to listen when black women tell you there's a problem. You have to listen when black people tell you there's a problem. John Cole Jones expressed it. It's one thing to know it and to feel it. It's a completely different thing when the research and data back it up. I tweeted something very similar when this sports business journal story first came out. I think I said, now there's data to back up my eye test. What I've been clamoring about for years And when I'm told, oh, it's just because SEO, when I'm told, oh, no, it's okay, more is more. I'm told these things all the time. I'm told these things by people that I admire, people that I work with. But I will disagree to their face, behind their back, up the hill, down the hill, sideways, in, out, through, all the time. And they should know it. If they're listening, they should know it. Because I don't have a problem saying that more is not more for everyone. Let's take Locked On Women's Basketball. First of all, we're part of the NBA, Locked On NBA. Okay, fine. We are outside of the Locked On NBA, Locked On NHL. We're the only, as far as I know, this is the only Locked On show dedicated to women's sports, exclusively. And... I am the only black person on Locked On Women's Basketball. As far as I know, I'm the only black host for Locked On Women's Basketball ever. I love being a part of the Locked On family. As a matter of fact, I am extending my time with the Locked On family. That's coming up. So again, as John Quell also says, this isn't on the player the players being pushed. It's on the people doing the pushing. I appreciate what Locked On has given me and how I will grow. And that's why I stay here. That's why I pour into this show. I appreciate what I've been able to do for the next. I wrote for one of t- two. No, excuse me. For one of the outlets because I don't think they did they explicitly see now. I got to be forgetting. I get all excited and I forget. Okay, they didn't explicitly talk about the New York Times in Sports Business Journal. Uh, Okay, but I wrote about the WNBA for one of the outlets that's being critiqued here. When the activist athlete episode came or edition issue came out, I spoke about that on this podcast, because the problem isn't I wanna take and remix what John Cole Jones said because I think this is important for people to understand. We all are perpetuating systems that were created before we existed. Let me say that again. We are all perpetuating systems that were created before we existed. I, I don't know where else to go with this but to recap what I've already said because I say it all the time. As always, I want to thank you. I honor you for those who listen to Locked On Women's Basketball. Uh, For those who listen to my shows in particular, you know it's been a tough go. But again, I'm feeling energized. I'm feeling good. I'm getting back to where I want to be in my coverage because of stuff like this. I don't feel that I can afford to take days off. I don't feel that I can afford for the sake of myself and where I want to be professional and for the sake of this game because if not you then who as the saying goes and unfortunately speaking generally my colleagues have not proven that they're willing to take on the fact that more isn't more for everyone and that runs me through the damn ground sometimes it's exhausting I'm tired of having to prove what I already know. But you know what? I'm thankful for Sports Business Journal. Now the only thing that we need is for a white man to put out this report in another two years and then maybe people will actually listen. I don't think I'm really being sarcastic, which is actually what hurts. I believe that statement. I'm being perhaps snarky, but am I being sarcastic? Am I joking? Am I exaggerating? No, I'm not, which is also the problem. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, what is the plan for the Steelers at quarterback after Big Ben. Get more of the sports you need in less time with Locked on Today podcast. Follow the Locked on Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.